Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Ashley Rain, and she played Dr. Shane. Wow, that actually rhymes. I didn't realize that. In Massacre Academy. Hey, Ashley, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We were talking a little bit before and I have uh, right after this, I hope to get this uploaded tonight because I have to be up at like four, three ish, whatever to get up to drive three hours back to Pennsylvania. God bless. <laughs> yeah, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting early cold morning. Yes, bundle all the way up. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So the first question I got for you is, how did you get your start into acting? Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, I've known since I was a child that I wanted to act all of my home videos. I know that that's probably not really even a thing anymore, but all of those, like I'm performing and I'm putting on my own shows where I'm playing all of the characters. Nice. Um, so it, it was never like a, like a surprise when I told people like, Hey, I want to be an actress. They were like, well, you just ought to be. Um, I didn't star in my first show until uh, seventh grade. I was in a musical and all throughout high school. I did um, just a, like a lot of theater, really um, theater, musicals, things like that. Um, I went to college at Point Park University for acting nice. and did theater and short films there. And I graduated in 2019. And since then, I've just been doing films like nice. that's kind of where yeah, I got got my move going there with the nice. with the. <laughs> nice. So we know you're part of Massacre Academy. So are you a horror fan? I am actually not. So <laughs> this is actually a joke um, amongst like a lot of my friends and definitely my mm -hmm. family. I'm not a horror fan at all. Not because I don't <laughs> respect the genre. Right. Um, just because like I scare so easily. <laughs> like I would I, if I watched a horror film, I would be like this the entire time. It's honestly right amazing that I was able to sit through Massacre Academy to watch myself. Um, but I, I end up acting in a lot of horror. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, I know really nothing of it because I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not a horror fan, and mm -hmm. but you are a part of Massacre Academy, how did you become part of that movie? What made you say, I want to be in that movie? Well, Mark Cantu reached out to me on Facebook um, asking me to read his script at the time. Obviously, adjustments were made. And he was like, take a look at Dr. Shane. Um, when I read it, obviously, the title gives away that it's going to be, you know, heightened, <laughs> you know, right. bloody and things like that. But when I read it, um, Elizabeth Shane was written so beautifully and in a way that was just like, she's she's a badass like and I'm like okay like I can be that you know right. <laughs> like she she's not really directly involved with like heavy heavy horror until mm -hmm. the end um but <laughs> it's like the the way that the character was written I was like okay that this this is something that I can bring authenticity to so I told Mark you know I like the character we actually had a phone call about her and mm -hmm. the things that both of us were drawn to um about the character and that's how like I ended up in that. He was like, screen, send me a screen test. Um, I did give a few notes. I sent mm -hmm. another one. And then he was like, what do I have to do to get you to play Shane? And I was like, um, I'll, I'll do it. Nice. I'll do it. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> that's <done>. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So 
I had Stephanie Swift on uh, my show. I think yeah. it was a month ago. Yeah, October. Um, and uh, I, we were talking a little bit about you. And I told her I had to ask a question to you based on a scene you had with her. What was it like being given the weather, not the news? With this peanuts, I think it was. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, that was actually my first day on set. Now, I've worked with Stephanie a ton. Um, mm-hmm. But Mark was like, hey, I want you to be eating these Teddy Grahams in That's the thing. And, and her character has to talk like 90 miles a minute. You know, like she she's got to come fast with everything while she's shoving food in her mouth. Um, so as she's like delivering this like crazy wacky monologue to me, she's like, and another thing that you need to know is, and I, and I just have to sit there and be like, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, great. makeup remover wipe afterwards to just get the gum off so (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome so mark he's he became a really good friend of mine he's a great guy um so how was he as a director really cool one of the things that i love the most about mark is he is like he he's an organized guy Mm -hmm. um i and i and it's typical you know i don't judge any any sets that that do this because it's typical in the film industry that when you come on set, you're there for like six to 12 hour days. Mm -hmm. Like that's just the usual. Um, with Mark, we were in and out in three hours every day that I was on set, except for one. Um, and, and to me, like, that's, that's so attractive. I'm like, wow, I have, I have my whole day. Like I, what do I do? Like, I thought that I would just like be gone all day. This is so crazy. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. Just his like efficiency. And having a game plan, not showing up being like, hmm, what are we going to do today? Maybe we'll do this. I don't know. Like, we'll get a couple shots of that. And I don't know. Like, he had storyboards, shot lists, knew exactly what he wanted, how he wanted it. And to me, like, I respected that because all of our time is valuable. So Mm -hmm. to to allow us, like, that efficiency and to do that on all of our behalves, I, I, that was one of my favorite things about working with him is I mean I wouldn't have minded doing the longer days but the fact that it's like you know there was just so much respect for everybody's time and just knowing that a lot of our characters were very emotionally invested into what we were doing especially towards like the end of the film like those shoot days where we have to have you know breakdowns and and things like that you know it was it was done as quickly as possible so we didn't have to stay in that mindset you know absolutely absolutely so I guess we can get into the, you know, I guess you could say the meat and the potatoes of the uh, movie. So for those unaware of what Massacre Academy is about, can you let them know what this movie is so they can, you know, be like, hey, I would like to see that. (laughs) Yeah, sure. So Massacre Academy is basically about the McNeil family. Um, That includes Chris and Maggie McNeil. They are sisters. Chris is the older sister. And the film takes place two years after these mass killings done by Carney, who two years ago was identified to be this man named Henry Lee Palmer. Um, And he attacked several people, killed 15 people. 
Um, and two of those people were Chris and Maggie's parents. Um, Chris and Maggie were able to escape. Chris did get wounded um, and it influences her. She does softball um, and influences that she was um, hurt in her arm. And they think that Carney is dead. Um, he was shot by Chris and supposedly drowned in a lake. Um, well, two years later, when the film takes place, everyone in town has moved on from, you know, that horrific massacre. Um, some, some people are even profiting off of it. Um, you know, their, their trauma using it to sell, um, used cars and things, but basically like everyone who's been a part of that has, has, they've either already moved on or they're beginning to move on. Right. Um, my, my character, um, cause I play Chris's therapist and I'm very much so like a maternal figure for her because Carney killed her parents. Um, and I know that, and, and she's really, really struggling to move on. Um, so one thing too, that Mark like helped me with is to me, when I interpret a therapist, the first thing I think is like, you're just super nurturing and you're that listening ear and like, Oh, there, there's no yeah. wrong answers. And, and Shane is very much so like, no, you're doing it wrong. Like you need, right. <laughs> you need, you need to start moving on. So she's coming to me. She's seeing me. And um, I'm, I'm trying to get her to, to get past this. Then, dun, 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 um, there is a frat party. Everyone's hanging out, chilling, you know. And then there is another massacre by someone wearing none other than a clown mask. So then it is speculated, like, oh, my gosh, is Carney even dead? Is this someone who's a copycat killer? So that is, like, the plot of the film, figuring out, like, who this this person behind the clown mask is, what their vendetta is, why you know they're they've chosen the mask, why they're going after the same people because the McNeils are once again put at risk. Um, so that's what the movie is nice. about. Like, yeah. <laughs> awesome. That sounds great. So, and um, I guess your character, Doctor Sheen, you you went into it. Um, how is she so much of a badass? Like, what does she? What personality traits does she have to make her this badass character? So the way that I I like to describe her, I call it like the four D's is how I describe her. So her story from like beginning to end, both in the script and not, is she's damaged, then devoted, then distinguished, and then deadly. So if you um, if you watch the film, you know it's it's touched on. But if you're not paying super close attention, you might even miss it, that my character has been severely abused sexually, um, verbally by all of the men in her life while she was growing up, her father, uncles, friends of theirs, people who are just drunk and see her. She, she has been abused time and time again. Um, and while rightfully so that would that would break anyone down you know yeah. that would make things harder she has kind of chosen to just like be devoted to a better life so she goes to school becomes a doctor becomes a psychiatrist and wants to be the help to young people that like that she didn't have mm -hmm. um which is why like she she gives tough love but with emphasis on the love Right. I would say, you know, but, but she's, she's going to tell it like it is. She's going to tell you what you need to hear, not just what you want to hear. Right. Um, and then the, the whole part of like distinguished is it, it's, it's a joke in the film of that uh, Dr. Brady, 
uh, Stephanie Swift's character is my boss, but like, quote unquote, shouldn't be. And what a lot of people don't know is Stephanie's character was originally supposed to be Rick Dutrow, who played Hallenbeck. And Hallenbeck was supposed to be another gentleman. So my character was supposed to be surrounded by these men that like, she she was led to have some sort of distrust for because of her past and so that was slightly changed with the casting and everything thus not making it as as obvious that my character has this distrust of men Mm -hmm. um but essentially like she gets pulled into the antics of carney and and trying to figure out what's going on and she's not your typical therapist um you know it's not just like let's have a session and talk about it she is with chris every step of the way trying to track down this killer and potentially figuring out who it is you know i don't want to spill too much i want i want people who are seeing this to want to see the film right um but she let's just say if i were in a fight i would want shane on my side (laughs) she's she's mama bear she's gonna protect her young you know awesome that's awesome so what was the best part about filming massacre academy and what was the worst okay so the best part about filming massacre academy was definitely the cast and crew um i think anyone who's been on a set you you may not love everyone on there get along with everyone in there like it's just natural we're all different humans we all have different personalities it just may not happen um but on this particular set we are all super close i mean we wrapped this film in february or march and we are all still in discussion with one another we have like our own private little group chats uh we hang out i've acted with other um, and other things with some of the cast, like we've, we've just all formed such a bond that's lasting, which I think is not always the case. You know, you, you might get close to someone on set, but then once the production wraps, you know, mm-hmm. a, a text here is missed, a call here is missed. And then you kind of just like, you're over here, you know, but yep. we, we haven't let that happen. So I think nice. to me, like the friendships that I've, I've gotten from this film have been my favorite part. Um, the worst part uh okay i guess we can have a little story time so i like story time (laughs) um one of the days on set um mark actually sent out the wrong call sheet to the cast so we all show up to this one location um to find out that that's not the location that we're supposed to be at so from where we went to i lived an hour away So I already drove like an hour to get here. And then when Jess actually, who plays Chris, is the one to like call him and be like, hey, like what's going on? He's like, oh, my bad. Like gave the wrong call sheet. Here's like the right place that you're supposed to be. And he he either just verbally said it to her or just like texted it to her. And, And she was like, oh, guys, like we're supposed to be on Fifth Avenue. Well, anyone who like is super familiar with Pittsburgh, Fifth Avenue is downtown. Um, whereas Massacre Academy was filmed in McKeesport. So to me, I'm like, oh man, that sucks because I had to go through downtown to get to McKeesport. So I'm like, okay, like we'll all go. So I'm driving my own car and other people are like carpooling and stuff. And I don't know if I'm just like not educated or like what happened with communication, but there's, I guess, a Fifth Avenue in McKeesport that everyone else went to. But I went downtown, which is another 30 minutes from where we were. So I drive 30 minutes 
And while I'm driving, I'm like 20 minutes in, I get a message from Mark like, hey, like, are you close? And I was so confused because I'm like, it's like not everyone driving to the same thing. Like, am I just a really slow driver? Like, like <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Like, what do you like? What do you mean? So I get there and I can't get in the, the place where I think I'm supposed to be. And I'm like, hey, like, can, can you come unlock the door? And he's like, well, we don't see you. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't see me? I'm, I'm in Fifth Avenue. And he's like, well, do you see this landmark and this landmark? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, like, I don't know where you are. And I'm like, well, I'm downtown. And he's like, oh, no, like, you're supposed to be in McKeesport. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh kidding me so then I have to drive another half hour to get Ooh. back to McKinney's Court to find out too the place where like I'm supposed to be was like five minutes from like the initial wrong address so like everyone else drove five minutes but I'm like <laughs> I'm you already drove the hour and then you drove about 20 to you know another half hour and then another like two hours already exactly before I filmed a single shot so Oof. that was definitely like the worst day. And then of course too, you know, it just became like, I became the butt of every, every call she'd send out of like, <laughs> Ashley, you're going to go to the right address. And I'm like, first of all, okay, <laughs> we need some zip codes so that no one gets lost. But that was like, now we can laugh about it. But the day of, oh my gosh, I was having a time and a half, Scotty. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That would, that would drive me crazy. Cause I mean, it's not like, you know, you drove an hour there and then it's like, you know, it was like a, another half hour away. Like you had to drive like double the time of everything. Like that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. And I can only imagine the jokes. And I know Mark's personality and I can <laughs> imagine the oh, jokes. Every, every time I was on set, they're like, oh, you found it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I <got> it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um, so the last question I got for you is, do you have any other films or projects in the works that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience? Absolutely. So I actually just one of my films just premiered. It's called Little Mouse, which that is um, a horror film as well. Um, nice. I play as a lead in that and I'm captured by a serial killer that was um, written by Matt Zillick. And he was also the cinematographer and directed by Delaney Hathaway. So if you know them or see them on Facebook, contact them about seeing the film. Um, and I just got cast in a romantic comedy, which is much more my speed, um, <laughs> called Swipe. That is an independent TV series that I am starting to film actually on Saturday. Um, so I'm pumped about that. Check out the Indiegogo, please. We love, we love food and, and insurance and all of those. So <laughs> please check out that page and get hyped for that. Awesome. Um, I'm super pumped. So thank you for letting me plug that study. I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, I thank you so much, Ashley, for joining me tonight. Of course. Thank you for having me and safe Absolutely. and warm travels to you. Thank you. I will. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to get this uploaded tonight before I hit the sack so I can be up <laughs> at three, four in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yes, every, oh, every it's not going to be fun. Heart hurts a little bit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, you have a great rest of your night and stay safe. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye. bye.